Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Spoken For Him podcast. Hope you guys are having a good week. Hope you guys are staying warm because it's a bit chilly outside, even though like, it, it's spring over here. Um, we're, we're, we're almost in, in, in April, so that's crazy. Um, but welcome back to the podcast. Today, my guest is a very good friend of mine. She is truly outstanding. Her passion for Jesus is amazing. And we're getting into one of my favorite topics, which is gratitude and thankfulness. So hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. So, special guest, can you introduce yourself? Hi guys, um, my name is Senya, I am 18 years old, and do you want me to give you all of that now? Or? Listen, go, go ahead, let the okay. people know who you are. <laughs> okay, cool, my name is Senya, you can call me Zen if you want, I'm interchangeable, I don't mind. I'm 18, turning 19 in like two months, and I am a first year undergraduate at the London School of Economics, but I'm also a social media Jesus lover on tiktok and instagram so that's a bit about me amazing amazing so oh, and youtube i forgot that i so. how could you forget youtube you know <laughs> <laughs> you have to be honest with it but then people lay it all down and say hey i'm here i'm over here i'm probably behind you too but yeah like i'm, I'm all <laughs> over the place but yeah like that that it is cool so what's your favorite social media app like if you were to if you were to pick one which would be your most used one slash your favorite? Twitter. Really? Twitter is the best social media. Let me tell you why. Because Twitter was Instagram before Instagram existed. And now you see like on Instagram, a lot of people post tweets on there. But where are they getting the tweets from? They're getting it from Twitter because Twitter is where the True. party's at. That's actually a good point. They're trying to move the point. party to Instagram, <laughs> but it's not going to work. Twitter is the best. It's literally like your Facebook. You share your thoughts, how you're feeling. Now they have a voice notes on Twitter, so you can actually record yourself speaking now. So it's basically like Snapchat as well. Like, it's pr- I'm, pretty stu- I'm pretty sure soon they're probably going to have stories. Like, Twitter is it. And, like, that's where most people go to, sh- to share their voices spread their opinion as well yeah yeah i feel like like as you started saying oh twitter is my favorite i feel like a lot of people will look at or, or listen to this and be like really twitter not instagram yeah. not snapchat not not no, TikTok, like, but... i like instagram and i do like snapchat snapchat i only if i have to be really honest the only reason why i use snapchat is because i don't have all my friends numbers ah, fair which enough. is kind of Today, but like yeah and like some people overseas like i can't really text them because like money and stuff so like snapchat is the way that i communicate with most people but if i'm honest like i messages where i'm at so and then instagram i like instagram because obviously i feel like that's the one that everybody kind of uses now i think instagram is more like the in thing but i just like the community of twitter like i think it's more of a place to find your people versus instagram i think it's a bit harder because like it's all about like people's individual posts but twitter there's like more of an emphasis on linking under tweets and like oh i agree i agree to you sharing memes and making group chats so sorry guys twitter all the way <clears throat> hope you guys are, are drinking like you, you, your beverage after that because you don't be salty like you know everybody has an opinion <laughs> all right 
Twitter it is Vazenya. Me, oh, for those who know me, it's just Instagram, like straight up yep. Instagram, um, where it's just fresh. You can create your own layout, your feed, your stories, your your highlights even, which I love using for memories as well. When I'm just bored, I would just scroll through highlights and be like, oh, wow, I remember this memory. Um, yeah, I, I use uh, Twitter as well, um, where it's just, yeah, it's an open space. It's obviously any social media it can be very risky as well with whatever you say it could just yes trend on you know how how twitter has got those trends right and it could be trending and so you, you you just have to be careful with you know the technology and and what you're saying um another question what is your favorite disney movie I am so happy you asked me this question because anybody that knows me knows that I am a Disney freak. Like, it's not even fanatic, it's actually a freak. I am obsessed with Disney <laughs> since fanatic, came out of the womb. Literally. That is brilliant. But I will have to say, at this current moment, because it does change from time to time, I have my diehards, but like, I'm not going to tell you my diehards because I feel like let's keep it up and current and changing from time to time. So I think right now, my favourite Disney movie is probably The Incredibles at this current moment. Um, like my standalones, you know, they, they are standalones, but right now it has to be The Incredibles. Like, guys, if you have not seen Incredibles 1 or 2, get into it. Let Listen, me tell you why. When he said The Incredibles, it just <laughs> around me. Where is my super suit? Super suit? Where is my super suit? That is I can brilliant. Quote the entire first movie. Oh my god. And gosh. like, a second to that is Toy Story. Like, those are the which two... one? Which one? Which one? All of them, or just like. Must it's between one. one and three for me. It's between one and three. Oh. They Toy Story and The Incredibles are the greatest things. Let me tell you why. Because normally when movies do very well, like I'm a I'm a film fanatic as well. But when movies normally do really well and they go for a sequel or a third, one of them flops and then it just kind of ruins the entire thing. But Toy Story and The Incredibles, first of all, it took 14 years or 12 years for the sequel to The Incredibles to come out, and it's still was so good like that is amazing that is a testament to how good the yep, yep. concept is and the people writing it and toy story as well from the 90s until now every film has just been better and better and better than the one before like it's unclockable you can't you can't clock it true i don't know how how you would argue with that but obviously everybody has an opinion so as they Listen, quote it some people as they say <laughs> have wrong opinions some people have right opinions Ooh, wait those, is it but... is it a, a wrong opinion i thought opinions were just opinions that that is i have yeah, to comment wrong, opinion. <laughs> wrong opinions are toy story is trash that is a wrong I, opinion I, okay? I will fight you because toy story has made me cry so many times it every is, movie oh. there is at least one tear somewhere i know it's like it's just there oh, on my cheek like I'm andy like, why andy why <laughs> But Toy Story 4 wrecked me. I wasn't ready for Toy Story 4. I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you haven't watched it, just, yeah. Okay, but can can I just make this point? I don't think it's a spoiler, but I'm going to keep it very, very, like, try and be neutral. But, yo, really? Like, kids these days, the, like, level for kids has been upped because why did I feel like I was watching The Shining at, at certain points? I really thought, like, we were we were doing like horror i was like oh but this is supposed to be like 
for children and like family friendly. I was like, oh, I'm a bit scared. Like, no, no, like I know, I know what part you're you're talking about. I'm like, <clears throat> I thought this is animation, not like <laughs> a psychological horror. Where I I'm came like, here by my, I went to the cinema alone to watch it as well. I was like, oh, maybe I should have brought friends. No. <laughs> I need emotional support right now, <laughs> bro. Like, those toys just remind me. I I've never watched chucky but it just reminds it me of me that vibes. just reminds me of that i'm like nah never, yeah it gave never. me chucky vibes never and never would you fuck find me watching any horror movie like i just can't stand horror movies i'm just that i'm that guy but animation movies yes i will binge it all all day long always but toy story that's close to my heart 100 percent close to my heart um another question what what is gonna keep rolling with all these questions because this let's conversation go, is already going like really well like i'm just like we're all right next one what's your favorite worship song currently oh wow literally i just did a tiktok about this but my favorite worship song currently is promise keeper by israel and new breeds i don't know if you've heard of them but that song like i I cannot, I cannot. When the Feels Like Home, like, visual album, and, like, the album itself came out, I watched the visual album first. And I was just like, this is something else. This is an experience. Because the thing with me and worship is, like, when you... There's a difference between, like, being in the room and then have it recorded. Sometimes I feel like certain worship, like, live performances should just be a live performance. They shouldn't be recorded. Because, like, you can't really replicate that feeling when you like being there versus online. But I think with Feels Like Home and what Israel Newbreed have done successfully is replicated like feel, what the feeling was like in the room when you listen to it. And I, when I listen to it, I literally feel like I'm there with them. I'm there with the singers. I'm there with the guitarists and the drummers. I'm in the room. And Promise Keeper, that song literally just reminds me that like God is just always there. He always kept his promise. You never have failed. And let's face it, you never will. Um, and like i just like that hook like what lies behind me i'll forget i'm pressing into what lies ahead never let go of your promises you will deliver just like you said and i just i just love that i'll get an amen to that mm-hmm. i'll just say an amen to that because israel like an amen <laughs> i wish honestly i would i, I would legit invent one like amen and audience like i praise hands going up around I'm like yo Amen. Amen. Yes. Like, what about you? Israel and New Breed have been around for ages, but that's like a childhood group anyway yes. for me. Their, their classic songs like Moving Forward, I Receive, um, um, To Worship You, I Live, and all these uh. other classic songs. If you guys want some proper biblical songs as well, have a listen to Israel Horton. A low plug, plug, plug. If he ever somehow stumbles upon this episode, I'd be like, sir, I would love to meet you. But, <laughs> but honestly... For real, include me. Bring me in on that meeting, please. <laughs> I'll FaceTime you if, if anything. I'll be like, yo, here's my no, friend. No, you're bringing me there. It's not a FaceTime <laughs> conversation. Listen, this is real life. Israel, can you book us a plane ticket? Obviously, obviously after Corona, yeah, but like, you know, you can just book a ticket and I'll just... We can work it out. Listen, I'm down. I'm down for that. Uh, mine, um, I think over the last couple of weeks, there hasn't been a specific worship song. 
it's been just a combination of older songs that I've been listening to from like early early 2010s. And let's pause. The fact I'm saying older songs from early 2010s is just crazy, okay? Right? Songs that are over 10 years old or, or, or close to 10 years old. Here's a, a classic that is, to some could be controversial. It could be, you know, Oceans is almost 10 years old. I don't understand how that is a fact. Like, that doesn't make sense. You know that is a historic worship song in our generation? Yep, 100%. Like, uh, it's just a classic. But it's not even that song. It's um, another song on Hillsong United's album, Zion, called Nothing Like Your Love. And if you haven't heard that, the production, the build-up, I, 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 I've listened to it so much that I know when the chorus is going to happen or when the build-up is going to happen. I'll be like air, air guitaring the build-up, like, and then just burst out singing. But if you guys have never heard the acoustic version on YouTube or on Spotify... You better just like after listening to this episode, just have a listen to that because there's just something different when it's just authentic. Like acoustic sessions are so authentic and real, and you can actually hear. Sometimes the voices in songs are like they tremble because of how tangible the presence of God is. But that song I've been listening to a lot um, over. Over the last couple of weeks and another song um it's not even a song it's like an add-on to that song it's, it's called zion and it's just an instrumental and um in 2016 i was literally on my way to um to school and i was listening to that one instrumental for, for a whole hour straight <laughs> back to back to back because it was ministering to my soul so much and I've never experienced that before. So if you were to ask me what song or songs, it would have been those two, just like in my quiet time or just straight up like as I'm walking or, or whatever. It's just really nostalgic, I'll say, to listen to those songs. It's crazy to me when I hear like people saying when I was like 10 this was the worship song that I listened to I never really listened to Christian music when I was younger at all I'm gonna be honest I did not listen to a single Christian song when I was younger other than like the hymns that we sang in primary school but that was about it I never really got into it and I feel like for me it was kind of part of my testimony but I used to think like the one thing that held me back from like you know finding Christ and like having that moment at a younger age was the fact that I was like oh I don't want to be boring like listen to worship music what is that like no i don't want to be a boring person because like heavenly christians are just so boring and like i just want to have fun and like that is the biggest stigma like someone should have slapped me and told me what are you thinking hello have you not listened to young and free have you not listened to united do you know who young Elevation and is? have you not listened to listen. their album come to the altar like what's wrong with you why are you thinking like this and now i feel nice. like I feel so robbed because all these songs that are like nostalgic to you are like fresh for me because I only started listening to worship music maybe like two years ago. So like all the songs that I know, I'm lucky to know them. And I feel like I have 
a decent knowledge of CCM, Christian contemporary music. Mm -hmm. But I don't have that nostalgic factor, man. They're just cool. I'm like, oh yeah, I heard it last year. The moment you said young and free, this is one song that is coming up to being, I think, five years old now. Staring into your eyes. Makes my Real heart love is five years old. Almost. It's coming up to five years. What? At least. It's coming up. I was like, literally just listening to the like live remix, like the EDM version. Oh, listen. I was literally just listening listen. to that like, five minutes ago. Listen, Real Love is such... It's a mosh pit song. And, and those who don't know what a church mosh pit is, just... Look it up because it is wild with young people just praising Jesus. But when on like a youth night when we when we used to play it, everybody would go hype and it's like an exercise while you're worshiping because of how much everybody's hyping up. Um, no, literally, honestly, like I love the diversity of music within Hillsong, like our church anyway. I really like how there's like different names. If you want the work, you can go to worship. You can go to Young and Free. You can go United. Lift, take your pick. And I like how they're all obviously they're all singing about the same thing, but they all do it differently. And I really like the lane that Young and Free is in, especially the last album that just came out that they were like nominated for a Grammy for, which is like insane. But I love the style that like my standout song on that album, "World Outside Your Window," "Best Friends." I can't remember what it's called, but my standout song is "Indescribable." That's my Stand out. I listen to that song probably at least three times every single week. That song, the guitar. Oh it's my groovy. goodness! It is groovy. That's probably the best word to use. It, it is fully groovy. Oh and I my think it's gosh. different for them as well. I I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, young and free. This is definitely <laughs> young and free. But I'll tell you that for sure. Like, yeah, hundred like a hundred percent. And to clarify, I know a lot of people who have their opinions about her song and you know what they say and what they do but a lot of the songs are genuinely so like convicting at times it's like you know wake up young person or wake up young adult like i think oftentimes when we come to talk about like worship and other things like worship is a lifestyle it is how we interact with people it's how we love it's ultimately yes. how we bring glory to god and how we respect him and i think when it comes to specific like artists and and different things i'm, I'm not going to use the argument that um that um there you know and they need grace as well you should you shouldn't judge as quickly as you do but there's a place to appreciate music even if you don't uh, like it but as long as it's god honoring as it's god honoring it's mostly or wholly not about us it's about him it's about him it's about how we worship him um and this it will perfectly usher into our conversation uh today actually because gratitude is i feel like it's a lost lifestyle in our generation like yes. a very lost a lifestyle. Um, if someone was to ask you, what is gratitude? When if someone yeah was if someone was to ask you the question, how would you describe gratitude to them? I would say gratitude is 
selfless appreciation. So when I say that, I mean like you're appreciating something not necessarily because you can get something out of it, but you're appreciating it for solely what it is. Yeah. Wait, so I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't even got a pen. I usually have a pen or a pencil to be like a mic drop there because I'm just like... Press the applause. Wah! There you go. <laughs> but honestly that is a an very concise way of describing uh, uh gratitude and i think there's many different reasons why our generation um i say our generation because we're gen z, gen z we are in the timeline is like we're born in late 90s to like mid 2010 so that's like the age range for our generation mm-hmm. yeah and uh, gratitude obviously is my favorite topic to talk about apart from uh jesus but it's because of him that i'm so grateful let me just right. put out there um if i was to answer that question what is gratitude i would f- I, would f- I would first like point to um something that we all have currently um so i know Zenya and me you can't see us on camera but i'm gonna ask her to do something that i often ask other people to do when i talk about this conversation so Zenya, would you take your two fingers and check your pulse you feel I can that confirm that it is there <laughs> she's still here guys it's cool she's still here amen um what do you feel I feel life. It's beating. I can feel my heart. It's working. Thank you. That. That is where I would start off any conversation with gratitude. Um, Because obviously Corona has taught us so much. So much has happened. So many people. that's right. So many people have lost loved ones, friends, colleagues. um, And I can stand and say I am praying for every single one of you. Um my condolences mine and Zenia's condolences like um especially young people who have lost um siblings and 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 parents and even teachers um during this crazy time and it it didn't even take you know corona to wake me up to the people I have in my life and other things I have it took my own personal story with mental health that woke me up um so Zenya, like if you could share with the the listeners one thing that you are gra- you are grateful for that is an item like one item you are thankful for oh wow it could be clothing it could be a book it could be anything like that wow i wasn't really thinking <laughs> material things i'm not gonna lie but um i will say I'm gonna, this might be a boring. It informs the way we pray. It's informing how we think about God. It informs our perception of the who he is. So without the Bible, we would all be very lost. Nobody would actually know who Jesus is in the who he is in that exact like the concept of what is Jesus, we have no definition of the concept because nothing's written down. 
and all those oral stories that we probably would have because the bible is a collection of oral stories that would be so different like i would go to like europe like the middle of europe and the way people are talking about jesus would be different to how people in south africa are talking about jesus which would be completely different to how people in the caribbean are talking about jesus in like one specific island so i think having something written down that is the, the power in writing is crazy and it it literally just contains and gives us that guideline that we all need so scripture for sure although i am very aware that the bible has changed over time and like has changed for different reasons because of different people and different nations and different time periods i am aware of that but like the fundamental aspect of like who is jesus the fact that that is written down so helpful i'll say amen to that because uh obviously scripture is so crucial um, it's life. in our generation scripture is life. <laughs> it is it is literally life it's the way All is the life. truth the life that is jesus right and yes. and there are there might be a couple of other people on here like listening who aren't christians or who don't like know god or they've heard of him or gone to church on easter or christmas like the the typical tr- traditional way of encountering god which is not bad but there's a different thing to just hearing about God and actually knowing him for yourself, knowing his heart, knowing who, what he cares about, how he commands us to live and to love on another. And also how we see life and how we, um, how we do life and how we interact and all these different things. Um, and if there was, so here, here's the other part to that question what's one person apart from jesus which is an obvious answer was one person you are grateful for today my mom full stop like Why? the top of the list the creme de la creme the that of that my mom like i every time i talk about my mom i get really emotional so i'm gonna try and not do that but um my mom the like the history the what she has done for me, no other human being has ever. Like, the selfless love and the sacrifice and just my own personal stories and how I grew up and the unfortunate circumstances that I was in as a kid. My mom has been through it with me and she's, like, the one person that I know for a fact will just never leave me. Like, I, I can't say that about everybody. I don't have that trust with people. But my mom, I 100% have that trust. And I think right after my mom is my cat. I just had to throw that in there because she'd be mad at me if I didn't say her name. So, Violet, shout out to you. <laughs> hello, plug to our cat. Guys, say hello to our cat if you're, when you listen to this episode. Hopefully one day you you might, you know, I'll, I'll plug her Instagram afterwards, but yes. we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. But I can 100% vouch for being thankful for your mom or, or my mom on this case, like, um, I could almost tear up as well because especially with what happened like last year like this time last year my mom had corona and it was a whole crazy time with her health and the fact that she is still alive and well health wise and physically and we thank God honestly like if anyone was to meet my mom you would think we were, we were twins because um, one a fun fact about me and her I share her birthday so me and her have the same birthday and we we look alike and and it's pretty cool how God like wired that and said, you know what? 
your son is gonna be born on your birthday and honestly it's 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 one thing to say okay i have a parent but there's another thing in saying i can appreciate them i can appreciate my parent i can appreciate my authority figures and my elders and my siblings and my and the key workers let me just put emphasis on the key workers in in the nhs over here in england and all the other health healthcare companies around the globe like appreciation is so um underrated like like nowadays it's really underrated it's not emphasized nearly as much um yeah have you got any uh, any thoughts on any scriptures even that you come to when you're struggling to be grateful or thankful oh wow that's a really really good question um i think the one that i go to is psalms 121 um for me that scripture is just you you can't even take one verse you have to read the whole thing it's quite short anyway but essentially it's saying that you know through thick and thin god is going to be there for you like he doesn't sleep during the day and he doesn't sleep at night he's always watching you and you know, just that whole thing of having somebody there that's always going to be in your corner, always going to be watching what's happening to you, knows what's coming and knows what has come. That I'm, st- it just amps up my gratefulness because I'm like, you actually put me here. Like, I did not ask to be born, but you put me here into my circumstance because you knew that I needed it. And I have to be grateful for that. You know what's going to come in five years. You knew what came five years ago. And all of that has happened because I needed it. And I'm thankful for that. And only you know that I needed it because only you were able to provide it for me and when you look at it like that like you have to appreciate you have to appreciate because your life is uniquely designed for you to live like no other person can live it it's not like a video game that anybody else can buy like you this is your game this is your life is yours so when you think about it that way it's like this was all designed for me like i am grateful like i understand some people do have tough lives but even when you look at the tough times that you have just come out of like tough times never last like the phrase is so true that like, tough times never last only tough people last and like not everything lasts forever like life is very temporary and the seasons come and go so when you look at when you leave the tough times and you can appreciate what you learned from them and the fact that you actually made it out alive that is yeah that psalm one two one read it guys he meant that girl mm-hmm. Is she preaching, guys? I don't know about y'all, but is she preaching? And if you've never heard Xenia share her videos and stuff, oh, it's awesome. Um, yeah, this is Gratitude Ministries right here. Gratitude Ministries. Someone it needs to hashtag that and print it on don't, like, actually, shirts don't and co- stuff. That we've copyrighted it, so don't try, and, <laughs> don't try that. I see, I listen, I see. We'll make some merch, you know, and we'll do it. Gratitude yes. Ministries. I, I, I'm down at the... Ha- Hashtag that, right? Um, I got a scripture here in First Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18. Um, it says, um, to rejoice always, pray continually, and in everything, everything, I'll say it again, everything, give thanks, for this is New the will of God for you in Christ jesus it is god's will that we be thankful i'm just gonna say out there a grateful heart a cheerful heart as it says in proverbs is like a light to to others Mm. and 
a gratitude goes so far than just what you have. It's who you serve. <laughs> uh, and we serve Jesus. We serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And me and Zainia can only testify of what he's done in our lives. But yeah. trust me, we've met so many people who have testified of what God has done for Corona. And, and it's been a whole year into this thing. But we are still standing. I'll, I'll say it again. We are still standing by the grace of God. And as we start to wrap up, um, if there's any like other encouragements you would like to encourage our generation with, then go ahead. Well, our generation, what a, what a responsibility that is. But I think I'm just going to stick along the line of encouragement about gratitude. And I'll just say, guys, there's always something to find to be grateful for. And I think even if you've had like a really, really tough day and you feel like this has been the worst that it is, like there's always something to be grateful for. The fact that you woke up, the fact that you had something to eat or the opportunity to eat was there. The fact that you were able to have a shower with hot water like there are so many the fact that you were able to brush your teeth because you were able to afford toothpaste like there are so many things to be grateful for and to be thankful for so even if you are a non-believer or you're agnostic or whatever you want to label yourself as in terms of what god you serve or whatever there's always something to be grateful for it, you don't have to limit it to one thing and i think that in itself can give you the motivation and the, the determination to keep going that within itself there's always a diamond in the rough there's always something to look for there is definitely good things in the details in the small details so hold on to that if you need something Amen to hold on to, to that and i i i really hope that last part encourage those who are, are listening um because it starts off being in your room and you wake up bam that's where that's where gratitude starts the moment yes. you wake up say thank you god if we can me up oftentimes in my quiet time i'm saying thank you god times a hundred for whatever <laughs> often that yes. i'm just like thank you for breath thank you for strength thank you for education etc 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 we can be here for ages and just go on that trend but Zenia, thank you so much for joining me where can the peeps follow you Y'all can follow me on YouTube, it's my name, X-E-N-I-A, or Instagram, X-E-N underscore I-A, or TikTok, Zenia James X, same spelling, James X, there you go. Well, there you go, guys. Hope, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and please continue this conversation of gratitude, because gratitude never stops. While you're alive, you have more than enough reason to be grateful. So yes. we'll see you guys soon. Peace. Bye, guys.